Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called Golden Shower. What you're going to need are one ounce of vodka, one ounce of orange juice, a half ounce of fresh lemon juice, a splash of triple sec, and ginger ale. How to mix it. You're going to shake all the ingredients except the ginger ale in a shaker with ice, strain over ice into an old-fashioned glass, and top with the ginger ale, garnish with lemon slice, and serve. Mm, golden, have you ever had shower. A golden shower. Oh, that's a whole nother episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, you so cool. <laughs> Good thing you got on glasses, Miss Money, because uh, I, I saw your eyes rolling around over there. Um, so, you guys, welcome back to Cocktail Story Discussions. I'm Kiki. I am Medina Monroe. And this week we have a special guest with us, uh, Miss Money from Lifetime's Little Women Atlanta. Welcome yes. to the show. Hey, Thank you guys girl. for having me. Oh, no problem. <laughs> Thank We're excited you for to have coming. You. We can't wait to play some games with you and get to know you a little more. I know. We've been in the games. studio like three times this week, so we don't really have too much to catch up on. I don't think. Do you have anything? I, I mean, I mean, I just saw you two days ago. I, yeah, I just <laughs> saw you two days ago. Other than like, I hope everyone listened to our interview on Indio Radio with yeah. Leo and Co. Or and if you didn't, you know it's all right. Just yeah. listen to the show. It was uh that was an interesting. It ex- was very you interesting. Got, do they do they put it on YouTube? I think they put it on YouTube. So if you missed the interview, go check out their um their YouTube channel. It was uh it was a very interesting experience. And it was long as hell. It was two hours, and we really didn't know what was going on. They said they didn't know what was going on. So. It was an interesting experience. That's that's the Shout best way them, that I can though. put it. Thank <laughs> you for guys having for us. having us. We uh, it was yeah. Okay, so uh, we like to play this little game okay. to get to know you, loosen up a little bit, and um, we're gonna give you different scenarios. Medina, okay. do you want to go first? Or you go, want me to go you first? You go first. Okay, so money. You're out at a bar and okay. you see your bestie's man flirting with another woman. Mm-mm-mm. What do you do? Money ties him. <laughs> yes. What is Give money me the water. Him. I'm gonna. Pour some water on him just oh. to get his mind right. Like, hey, you good? Wake him up? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to tell your friend? Yeah, I'm going to tell her. I'm FaceTiming her. Oh. That's all about that life. Okay. Because she's my friend. He Face shouldn't be doing it like her. that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so here's mine. This is as if you were single. <clears throat> okay. You meet a guy on Tinder. He's cute. When you meet up with him, he has a girl with him, and they both want to have a threesome with you. You A, leave. (laughs) B, this isn't my first rodeo. I'm ready. C, tell them they will need to cut that check in order for you to participate. A, you leave me. I said I'm gone. Uh, Goodbye. This is not my type of party. Three's a crowd. Right. Okay. My question. Okay. So you plan the perfect date for you and Moreland, and it's being filmed for Little Women Atlanta. He doesn't show up, but when the show actually airs, you see he was actually out with his ex. How do you handle it? Oh. Oh, So I think I'm my earrings now. Really? (laughs) Um. How would I handle that? Well, he would have a lot of explaining to do. I might have questions. I don't, I don't, I'm not good at holding stuff in and like playing it cool. So mm-hmm. right then and there, wherever he is, if he's not on the couch sitting by me when I'm watching it, yeah. <laughs> he's going to get a phone call. I'm going to just need to him, him to explain to me what's going on. What is going I know that's on. right, girl, because I'd be wondering too. Like, yeah, what, don't be embarrassing me on the TV. Then I like need these. to ask the editor what's good. Y'all going to like gonna that? Give, tell me anything. Yeah. It's my show. It's For horrible real. to be in and that. I did the planning, and he ain't there. Okay. Oh, no. I'm mad. <laughs> Somebody's losing their life. Okay, last one. <laughs> so this is as if you were single again. You're out with a guy, and you've been dating for some months. Okay. You get a flat tire, and he has no idea how to change it. You, A, handle it because your dad taught you how to take care of yourself. B, look at him like he's less than a man and don't deal with him anymore after that. Or C, you look past his less than a man flaws and just call AAA. Um, I'm going to call AAA because, mm-hmm. uh, like you say, he don't know how to change it. But it just depends. Like, like has he secured the bag? Like, let me ask all these <laughs> other questions. You know, I don't want to just push him off and he got a good job. He holding it down. Mm-hmm. That's just his weakest spot. Mm-hmm. He just don't know how to He just don't know how to. He's not but a But I hope he man. had the money to handle that deposit for Triple A when they show up. Right. Like, he can't be looking at you it. like, okay, so. Yeah. You might not know how to do it, but you need to pay for it. Yeah. So, I feel you on that. That's how we how do you feel about stuff like that, Kiki? 
Like men that don't know how to fix things. I don't like it. There was a time in college I was dating this guy and uh, my battery died. And so he was in the car with me and he didn't know how to like jump start the car. And I knew how to do it. And I'm just like, why are you here? It's just unattractive. What you doing? Like, what is- you can go home. Get on your bike. Bye. Wow. And go home. Because like, what are you doing? I just feel like it's basic things. I don't expect you to be able to build a house. Fix, right. Like something really, really deep in the car. But jump starting. My car. Tires. Uh, tires. Putting air in a tire. Putting oil in a car. Oil. So, like, so, like I need. Anything like, I can do, you better be able to do it better. Please. Because otherwise, I'm just not seeing any value in it. Come you. on with That's the lyrics. True. Okay. Mm-hmm. like how she puts it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, before we get to know you more, we do a little segment called Weird Sex. So let me tell you all about these perverts okay. that I found on the internet once again. You said a man is not... A necessity, a man's luxury, like dessert. <laughs> yeah. A man is absolutely not necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. There is a Virginia man, along with his wife oh, Lord. and girlfriend, who were sentenced for pimping out some kids. So, Michael Edward Gunn, who is 41, was ordered to pay $648,000 back to match the money the girls brought in while he was pimping them out. Prior to his crime, Gunn was already a convicted sex offender. Y'all got to sign up for those sex offender registries and pay attention to your neighbors. Um, his wife, Angel, was also sentenced in the case. So, um, he got sentenced to 30 years in prison because he lured these two girls and pimped them out for hundreds of thousands of dollars between July 2013 and July 2015. He was also ordered to pay the money back. And prior to this crime, um, people did know that he was a sex offender, but I guess everybody didn't know. The neighbors didn't know, and these children's parents didn't know. According to the documents, Michael Gunn gave the girls drugs a place to stay and also had sex with them himself. And he made online ads about them, about the girls, drove them to clients and kept most of their money. So not only did he pimp him, pimp them out, he didn't even like help them get money. And it's just like, you just really took advantage of these two young girls. How old were they? They were, um, they were under 18. So it doesn't say their exact ages, but, um, they were were under, yeah, they were minors. And that happens a lot in Atlanta. Atlanta is like the human trafficking capital in um the united states and i just think it's really sad and you got to pay attention to your neighbors and see what's going on that's just awful but i'm glad that they convicted him i am too too. that makes me want to download that app there's like an app though where you can see what Mm -hmm. the sex offenders around you and i actually don't i haven't done it since i've moved like Mm -hmm. out of miami and that's been a minute in miami i checked because i lived by myself but i'm have you done that um i don't have the app but there's a website like it's it's public information Uh and i sign up and they send me emails they they tell me yeah like this new person has moved into your neighborhood within whatever radius you can pick the radius and i need to know and their pictures are on there their addresses are on there and um it's not just for people who have committed crimes against children it's against anyone Mm -hmm. and um yeah it's sickening my mom always told me about it my mom used to be a parole officer and a lot of her clients were sex offenders so like all my life, she's always told us, like, horror stories and stuff. And I've always just been like, mm. Like, we had a neighbor one time, and she used to be like, don't go down that block. Let's mm. get snatched up. Okay. Uh-uh. And then I'm going to have to kill somebody. So fear. is that what anybody See. wants? I don't think so. Now back to you, money. Okay. Let's turn up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so um, you've been on Little Women Atlanta for a while now. Something that we were um, talking about on Instagram Live before you got here um, and that you guys have kind of touched on on the show is mm-hmm. how different it is being a little person right. at, with dating and just with, with everything that you do in life. But we're more interested in, like, dating. Have you ever felt like somebody was dating you because they had, like, a fetish? Well, um, it wasn't until I was on the show that I knew I was a little person. Mm. So I, really? I knew I, right, because I, that's when I went to the doctor to find out. I, I just th- knew I was short. Mm-hmm. So I never, knowing, looking back now, now I think about it, but going through it, I didn't. I was just like, well, he might date me because I'm different. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't look at it because I'm short or whatever. Because mm-hmm. most people, they really don't know. I think I'm like borderline. Mm-hmm. If I put on heels, you really just don't know. How tall you know are you? I'm, I'm four five. 
Okay. Without heels. Without heels. Okay. So, and I'm actually the tallest one in the group. So, yeah, I noticed. You know, and and with them being so small, mm-hmm. like so much smaller than me, people feel like, oh my gosh, she's just so taller than them. And then mm-hmm. when they see me in person, they're like, oh yeah, you little too. Mm-hmm. But um, so I never, I never had those type of problems. I feel like the problems I had would be the same problems that. And the average, you know, you deal with them, they, they want to lie, they mm-hmm. want to cheat. But I, I didn't feel like, none of them made me feel because it was my height or it was something that was different about me because mm-hmm. I didn't even know. So I couldn't even explain that to them. And they just would say, you're just short. That's how everybody would look at it. So with the other women on the show, since you're the tallest, are they mm-hmm. ever like, you get on our nerves? Like I think so. In the beginning, it was that way. That's the way I felt. Like season one and two, I kind of felt like reserved. Like, I didn't. I would want to, like, tell people my opinion. Like, all of them, I might have had an opinion, but I kept it to myself because I didn't want to come across as the bully. Mm-hmm. So then that's when I said, you know what, let me build relationships with them. That way, when I come across, I won't seem like I'm I'm hard. Or because I'm taller than them and the way I express myself, it may look like I'm a bully. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, I know I have to watch that. But now we all get along. I'm actually, like, right now being, like, the peacemaker, trying to just get us because I'm about woman empowerment and mm-hmm. because we all go through the same thing, it's gonna take not just money, not just juicy, not just one of us. It's gonna take all of us to like come together just mm-hmm. to make, break through this barrier. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm trying to do is just get everybody to get along. Is that hard? Yeah, it's very hard. Everybody's you know, kind of everybody feisty, wrangling motions, everybody right. together. And then and I'm you in come the middle, a long way, you know, because right, because I used to be so. I was. I think I was just weighing my feelings. I was putting too much in it. And then sometimes you can give people too much credit. And mm-hmm. I think we all had that problem. You meet a person, you're like, oh, she cool. And you just give them credit like, hey, you know what? She going to look out for me. She going to have my oh, back. Oh, I do that and you so make, and many. you know what? Then you got to check yourself and say, you know what? I just gave this person too much credit because, you know what? They're not that loyal. I, You know, I should have, like, hung out with them more. It takes more than just one time mm-hmm. or whatever. So, when I start learning not to just let them earn the credit and mm-hmm. just uh-huh. give it to them, let them earn it, I was in a better place. But before, everything would just drive me because I'm like, I don't understand. The producers of the show are probably like, no, money. Be, it be, be they get way. back to how you yeah. used to be. Be on here being ratchet. Monetize everybody. Oh, no, I will. I will come out of retirement <laughs> quick if you cross me. But like I say, nobody has, I don't let nobody get to me in that form. Mm-hmm. Who do you, you think know? gets to you the most on the show? As of right now, who would get mm-hmm. to me the most? Mm. Yeah. I think um, at one point the person that was getting to me the most was Minnie, and I I feel like because our that. relationship, because mm-hmm. we were we were close and we we were so cool at one point, and all that came crashing down. You know, me trying to have her back. I think that's what it was. I feel like man, I would feel more better if she was like, man, I appreciate you for having my back, mm-hmm. than getting mad at me. So I I held that grudge, but now we good. You know, everybody is just better. It just come up, growing up too. So I was watching the last episode mm-hmm. when you had that party for Moreland, mm-hmm. and then you when did your little girl, dance class. Yes, I was. Did you did you feel nervous coming out and dancing yes, for I everybody? Because I I, I wouldn't have been able to do it. How much did you drink? Um, they were giving me <laughs> like what I had a number of shots, so I was good. Plus, at that because they cut it up so much, I was mm-hmm. like, look. I'm ready to go out here because I'm tired. I'm ready to go home because mm-hmm. we already dragging it on. So, but once I got out there and I started feeling like they said it's, I'm I'm dancing for my man. So there's no right or wrong way to do it. You know, that's true. Just so I'll just I let them hips ad lib. Kiki, have you ever danced for anybody? Making it rain. I have, but not at a party. Like she had a whole party, so it's like a room full of people, and there are guests there. So she's dancing for her man. Was it his birthday? It was his birthday. Okay, it was a cute little party, Mm -hmm. but I was just like, I could never see. I can't dance, so it's like hard for you. Can't dance. That's the same thing she said. She said she had two left feet. But that makes it that makes it extra genuine because it's different. Like that was extra. He was. Look at you, baby, like up here making party. a fool of yourself. I love you. <laughs> yeah, and that's what it was. And he just was like, make it oh, rain. Yeah, that money on her. That would have gotten me excited. So, I probably would have danced a little bit. Oh, yeah. Hey, you hey, making the rain. It's a whole different story. And it wasn't dollars. I caught <laughs> right. them hundreds. I yes. seen them. Mm-hmm. So that made me even up. What else you want to see? Yeah. Before yeah. you were married, did you ever, Did you said you didn't know you were a little person until you came on the show. But right. did you ever date? Other little people? No, I didn't even know any. I stayed in, because I was living in Houston, mm-hmm. so I, I didn't 
people would call me like, guess what? I seen a little, well, they wouldn't say it. I'm going to say little person because we don't like the M word. Mm-hmm. But they were like, I saw that M word in, in the store. They, my family or people would call, and I'm like, oh, man, why I never get to run into people? You know, wow. that way mm-hmm. I can communicate and be able to see somebody from eye to eye. You know? So but, what is that? T- when you go to check to see if you're a little person, what is that like? Like, can you tell us that experience? Like, what do they check? Well, they just take your blood. Your so blood? Yeah, they took my blood. That was a bad experience because I don't like needles. Mm-hmm. So after I got over that part, then a lot of stuff was just X and O's. He was trying to draw draw this diagram. I was like, look, you got to break it down for me because I don't understand that. And yeah. that's when he said something about, like, okay, take a car. Like, I have fuel, but it's like my gears just stuck. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. stuck in neutral. Mm-hmm. That's how he had to describe it. So it's not like I don't have gas to go. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just that. But what made, I'm curious to know what made you be, did someone say, hey, we think you are a little person, you need to go find out if you are, or? Well, it was the pressure from my girls, because everybody was like, it's cool, you hang with us, but don't you want to know? And then I start thinking, like, my son is getting older, Mm -hmm. which I know he's not a little person, because he's almost taller, he's taller than me. Mm -hmm. But, um... I was thinking, like, that's true because, you know, if he get married, that's something that he needs to know to share that with his wife. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then, you know, just just so I can have knowledge on it. So mm-hmm. that's what, that's what you know, encouraged me to go. And then I went and I was like, wow, I am. So that explains a lot. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what is the name of um, whatever it's called? Because I know mm-hmm. there's different types there's of different little names. people. What is it that you have? NPK2. Okay, and so what what does that mean for you, like, as far as your health issues are concerned, and I'm having good. kids? Well, they say I'm I'm great, and um, because mine is so rare, so mm-hmm. the taller the dad or the father is, mm-hmm. um, the less chance that I have, oh. you know, making another mm-hmm. person or whatever. So, so if you and Morley have a baby, y'all yeah, probably gonna, gonna be, be real good, because he's tall. For, you know, too much room to go, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because some of the, uh, who was it, Tanya, was oh, talking yeah. about how she went to have a natural birth, and right. they were basically like, you probably cannot, you're going to need a C-section. Did you have to have a C-section? Yes, I did. You did? Yeah, I did. And see, that's why I wish I knew. I knew. But see, my, my um the type of dwarf, dwarfism I have, it, it wasn't known to 2013. I had, oh. I had my son in 2005, so still they wouldn't have known to mm-hmm. treat me, but they did try to push me to have him natural and my body was like no, no and he was work. like no so now i know that mm-hmm. so yeah if i do get pregnant and i'm getting pregnant we'll have to get so do you want more kids um i do sometimes i do and i don't but the reason why i would want so d2 wouldn't have to be by himself if something happened mm-hmm. to him which mm-hmm. he has a which he has a brother with his dad but mm-hmm. i'm just saying like you know with me in morning but Morning keeps saying, no, he good because he on the road. He's like, these bills, they piling up. We good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, men, they going to find all these. Babies are Does he have other kids? He does. How many? He has four. So that's probably why he just, yeah. yeah. He's like, look. And I'm like, well, and I'm like, there's so many ways to split a check. Right? Right. (laughs) So it's just whatever just happened that. I'm not just going to hold up like, I got to have a baby. Because if it get that hard, I know. Tony already said I can come over to her house. How did you meet your husband? Online. Oh, Tinder? Plenty of fish. When I was dating, before I was with my boyfriend, I used to get on Plenty of Fish. And I was like... I found all the creeps on Plenty of Fish. Me yeah. like, too. It was just full like, of creeps. Nigga was, was like, like no. I'll pay you to do this. And I was like, well, okay, it's I'm crazy. leaving the fish I, I felt like it was Craigslist. And I found Morley. Really? Real, I was getting up. Because I, I was, like, I had a customer service job. And I was like, you know, in between time, let me get on this just to, you know, until I have to take the call. So yeah. I would do that. And I was going to give up because that's what it was. It was creeps. So yes. then I was like, man, you know what? And that night I had... Got I went I was at home and I logged on and you know they have the pictures at the top like people that's kind of compatible yeah yeah okay. so I saw Mo Dollar up there I was like let me see what he about and I read his little profile I was like okay he seemed cool and we just started communicating and he was like very persistent so I was like hmm, let me check him out and I got off so it was like I got on and, and that same week I found Morning so plenty of fish. Wow. Plenty of fish. 
I don't think I'm going back to plenty of fish, but I'm glad you found your man. It was just too many creeps for me. It was just it was like crazy. Like I didn't see anything I liked. I didn't see I'm any good options. I'm telling you now, I had a nigga hit me up and tell me, I will pay you to send me videos of your breasts. And I was like, I what? I mean, I thought about it, but I was like, no, yeah. not today. I'm yeah. not I'm not at a low point anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, that's weird. That, that's, that's really weird. That's weird. Like, he didn't even yeah. wait to get, like, ease me in. He just was like, here, look. Yeah, uh-uh. I felt like I was getting pictures of people's penises. I was getting pictures of people's vaginas. And I'm just like, this wow. is a lot. My, my profile don't on? even say I want all that. So yeah, what's going you, on? I was just getting stuff from every which way. I was totally turned off from it. But anyway, okay, did you have any more questions to get to know her? Or you want to get into? We can get into our discussion. Let's go. Okay, so we wanted to talk to you about um, creating boundaries with your friends and family when it comes to your relationships. So I was telling Medina on the way over here, we were talking, and I was like, yeah, you know, um, on the show there was a situation where one of the girls heard that um, your husband had been seeing other women before Mm -hmm. you guys got married. So they all talked about it, and then they came to you, and I was just like, you know, how am I going to feel if my friends all sitting around talking mm-hmm. to me about that, what what's it been like for you? How did you feel when that happened? Well, first of all, it's again about that that credit situation. Um, I felt like as my friend Juicy should have talked to me first because I didn't even know she went off and talked to the other girls and told them. Mm-hmm. But even though I knew it was a lie, it was just still the principle. I felt like she should have came and talked to me, but. That's that what that's what happened, you know. Misery love company sometimes. That's People very true. take the negative and then they try to run with that. So it's really just how you you guys deal with it. So we was able to, you know, like get everybody attention, like, hey look, she he just the best man was just upset or whatever, so he wanted to make up a, a whole, whole entire story. Life. That's why you didn't even make it between the doors. Like it was Ooh. just so sad, like for real. I mean, that really feeling, though, that. when someone tells you something about your man, mm-hmm. it's like the most, you feel like embarrassed and mad because you're sitting here like, okay, why are you telling me this in front of people, first of yeah. all? Second of all, you're like, oh, is it true? Is it true? Like, you do kind of like teeter-totter between is this true or are they lying? Are they lying? Why would they lie? Then you come up with all these different reasons. And then it's just like, for me, it's always, why are you telling me this in front of other people? Because yeah, I feel like... I would be okay with a friend, depending on the friend, but I would be okay with a friend telling me something about a man I was dealing with. But if you say it in front of other people, whether those other people are my friends or they're your friends Mm -hmm. or whatever else, it's always going to make me second guess stuff instead of really processing what you're saying. Because it's like, why are you telling me this in front of these other people? Mm -hmm. I don't know them. And, and even, even if sometimes, if it's mm-hmm. not in front of other people, like you said, it depends on who you, what friend you are. Because sometimes, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where somebody's telling you some bad news and you can tell they enjoy telling it to you. Oh, right. yeah. It's not like they're no. telling it for your right. for the betterment of something. They're really, like, telling you, like, ooh. For shade. Yeah. Like, girl. If I, so, yeah, that's that's really how it's all, it's all in your delivery, how you feel. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm going to turn up. So why? We here at a nice, <laughs> you know, baby shot. Like, you know I'm not going to. Because I'm not going to be able to sit there and enjoy because it's still going to be right. cool. So then mm-hmm. I'm going to check him. And then you put pressure for me to do that because I'm really not doing it to put him on the spot. I'm letting y'all, I don't know if we can cuss. You can I'm cuss. letting y'all other hoes <laughs> We're know. We're normally very you know, dirty. Don't do me. Don't check me like, you know, don't yeah. do me like this. So I have to make an example so people can say, you know what, if I do hear something, let me make sure I kind of choose the time and place and the mm-hmm. timing with her. So that's why I had to turn up and act that way, even though I might wasn't even feeling it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what, this pity, I don't even believe it. But hey, let me check more. Let me do all this so people know that hey, let me maybe I'm a second guess next time how I my whole delivery and yeah. how I tell money things. So yeah, I mean it's 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 a lot of pressure, especially when your friends are telling you stuff because they want you to have a reaction. Right. And then it's like if you don't give them a reaction, then it depends on who the person is, how they're going to take that, and what happens. And it's just a lot. It's really frustrating. Have you ever had a situation like that happen where a friend came to you and was like, your dude is cheating on you or he's talking to somebody else and you mm-hmm. kind of didn't, you were kind of looking like. I've had a situation where a friend has told me that and I feel like most times 
I don't give the reaction that my friends would expect. And then, like, sometimes they want to keep talking about it mm -hmm. or they, they want me to get upset maybe or they want me to be sad or they want me to, mm -hmm. like, turn up and be like, girl, let's go key his car. Like, I don't right. know. Sometimes I just feel like most times when somebody tells you something like that, they want you to have a they reaction have yeah, and they're telling right. you that. Whether they're going to be right there with you in your reaction, they're going to be like, well, girl, come on. I had a situation, a friend of mine, um, I was dealing with this guy and I can't remember what happened exactly something happened and i vented to this friend a very good friend of mine i vented to her about what was going on so the next time we saw him she's like girl he here and i was like okay and oh we're Lord. just going to ignore him right. and that's just that and so i don't know what she was going through in her life but she mm -hmm. just really did not like the fact that i was just like we're not addressing it i'm not going to talk about it with you guys i'm not going to talk about it with him mm -hmm. we're out at a party let it go. Like, if I'm letting it go, I need you to let it go. Well, mm -hmm. she ain't let it go. She keep the nigga's car outside of the club. And it was real loud. Like, she just dragged the key all Were up you and down mad? his car. I was just like, it was loud, you guys. It was like a big screech. It was just like, oh. But my question and is, I'm like, just was looking she like, like it she was, wasn't with it. Like she, he, 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 he got some her. extra friends. I, I think with oh, that friend, I think that she was probably upset at other things that were going on, and she was upset that I wasn't upset, and she really just wanted to have my back in the situation, and she does, she would do that for her man. So she was just like, you know what, you're not acting how I need you to act right now, so and you need to be mad, but he deserves something because I don't like how he did my friend. So if mm -hmm. you ain't gonna do it, girl, I'm gonna do it, and that's just that. Okay. We ain't gonna talk about it again, and I won't say her name, but that's hey. exactly what happened, and I was just like. Like, why did you do that? Like, you can't do that. Have you been right. in a situation like that, Medina, where somebody um, told you something about a dude you were dealing with? I'm, I, I definitely have. Like, I don't remember the situation, but I have. The most, most of the times, though, with me, it's like a friend telling me something that another friend has done or said about me, and then, mm -hmm. see. and then it's all, and then it's like you're sitting there looking like, how do I? How am I supposed to react right. to this? Because I know you sitting here telling me what she said about me. And but I know you're going to go back and tell her. And it's just like, I don't be knowing how to deal right. with it. I, I right. just have to be in the situation at the, at the time. Well, and take it yeah. from me. I'm going to give you some advice. Always look at both sides. Because, see, I was a rider for many. And come upon that, she, she was telling the truth. And I done threw a whole beverage on this woman. And I felt really bad after that because I thought I was defending you know, mm -hmm. I was bagging up somebody that was right. So that just taught me moving forward. Like, I'm going to have your back because I'm a rider, but just let me know what's good. Like, I need to hear both sides of this story. I need to I know what's going you. on. Yeah, I don't got time for the drama. <laughs> I don't either. How much do you guys tell your families about your relationships? I'm very private mm -hmm. when it comes to my family. We all grown. Like, there's, you know, my mom, she's not with us anymore. So, like, I have to vent to her. So... My cousins and we pretty much like grown, so we don't really do it. And if we do vent to each other, we we're all mature enough to say, you know, you you're just venting. Mm -hmm. It's not like, but I don't. I mean, yeah, more than we still fresh, so I don't really just have nothing to vent about and whatever we go through. We, we can, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard venting to family members because if you're, my family is super close. So sometimes yeah. if I tell my sister something that somebody oh, did to me, they might it. not be, even my mom and my brother, they might mm -hmm. not be able to get over it. So it's like, I might forget. Let's say the nigga just cheated on me. He did like a Tiger Woods cheat and I'm going to forgive him. Mm -hmm. And I tell the family. <laughs> she said, whoa. Well, I was going to say, you said Tiger Woods. <laughs> this happened. Yeah, this, that's a real story. Yeah. And then I try to like give you a chance again. The whole family going to be like, right. no, why is he here? Right, exactly. You can't ha I'm not passing you the potato salad. You're like, but you can't mom, I forgave drink. him. But he was doing Tiger Woods on you. Bro. I know, but he it's like. He was giving all that wood away, honey. <laughs> That's the cop. Yeah, see, you right. See, but it's yeah. like, it's my life. It's your decision. I I've right. even been working on stuff like that. If you, I have a friend who is constantly dealing with ain't shit ass niggas. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I can't be more upset about it than you are. That's, that's your life. That's if, if that's what you want to deal with, girl, yeah. I'm going to support you. Right. And I might not come to the stuff with him, but I'm not going to sit here and keep like going in right. on him for you. Yeah. I don't see the point. can't do too. that. They might not, we might not like who the, you know, one of our family members are with, but they still want to vent about the person we might not like. Mm -hmm. So we have to give them that, you know. But now, see, I'm I don't got to give you that. Just don't call me to come. <laughs> right. And then I've been in, you know, took one for the team out there almost in jail or something, and then you go back to them. Now, call yeah. me when you're ready to go and move away. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's when it's, that's what I feel like we are talking about. Like, don't, if you go tell your family, 
be ready to leave or tell yes. the family members they understand that you bitten. Right. They ain't gonna see him at Thanksgiving and be like, oh, he ain't get no turkey this year. He's like, oh, but we good right now. You yeah, know what I'm like, saying? I have a family full of women. And so, you know, I think we're all very protective of one another. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my sister about this and I was like, you know, uh, my sister's married. I was like, you've got to be careful of the things that you share with everybody because I'm always going to have your back, but I'm just going to follow your lead. If if you have if you're happy in your marriage, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be happy for you. If you're upset with him, I'm still going to be there to support you. But mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be acting out of turn. I'm not gonna be being disrespectful to anybody. Because that's your relationship and that's who you go home to at night. Everybody don't act like that. So, like, for me, I just feel like when it comes to my family, they don't know. Unless they sneak and listen to the show, which I've asked them time and time not to do. Um, Unless they sneak and listen to the show, they don't really know much about my love life. And it's like, I've not met the man um, who I'm going to be with long term that I feel like y'all need to meet and y'all need to drill and really get to know. So y'all need to be around him. Y'all don't need to know too much of what's going on. When I feel like this is a good person and I really see something happening, I'll bring him home and y'all can meet them. Other than that, y'all need to meet him. You don't, like you don't need it. to know too much. I'm not giving you too many details. Even like with my friends, I've stopped sharing a lot of things. Because sometimes I was getting, like, unsolicited advice. People weren't respecting that. You know, sometimes I just want to vent, and I just want to leave it at that. Or people coming to me telling me all kind of stuff about what they think, and it's just like, I didn't ask you what you thought. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not even talking about that, so why are you telling me this? And I'm just looking at you like, okay, can we move on to the next (laughs) subject, please? (laughs) Because this ain't what I want to talk about. It's difficult dealing with um, your friends and your family in your relationship it just really is I it's a know. thin line because there are certain people where you know they have your best interest at heart right. like it's not like they just want to be in your business if somebody is going upside your head and hurting you or, or me i would hope that my family would step in right. even if i'm being stupid and not yeah. be like i'm not that sometimes i am like when people are like oh that's not my business i'm not asking no questions sometimes i'm like well you might need to ask some questions right. for somebody's yeah, I mean, if somebody, if it's a, if it turns into like a really abusive situation, violence, are you yes. about to be homeless or you not eating, you mm-hmm. know, you developing eating disorders and all kind of bullshit, right. you know, lost your job behind some raggedy ass nigga. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, I don't really care in. that you didn't mm-hmm. ask me. I'm going to step in. I'm going to say something. And I know that about myself too. Like when my friends tell me stuff about their relationships, I'm very protective of them. And so like, if they tell me like the tiniest thing that I think is disrespectful to them and that they've said that they don't really like, it's like, it's going to be real hard for me to look at him. So are you sure you want to continue to tell me this story if you're not really done with him? Like, how am I, like, and then you're going to invite me out to hang out with him. I don't want to come out no more. I'm not coming out. I don't want to hang out with y'all. Like I'm not coming to the section. I don't want to pop no bottle. I don't. Like, I don't want to be a part of that. Mm -mm. And I'm looking at him like, I might spit in his face. Is that what you want to happen? Because that's like, uh, that's the most calm, disrespectful thing I can think to do. And if I do that, you're going to be mad at me. Then we're going to have a fallout. It's just going to be a big old situation. Is that what we really want just don't tell me no shit like that Mm-mm. be done with him yeah. and then come and we can talk about him we can have a waiting to exhale party we can burn some right. stuff if, you know, okay set it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep Y'all. so um money with your um with your friends have you ever felt like you had to come in and like intervene in a situation um yeah like the what only did you time do i would have to intervene and i was just like early in the season was um because the twins they stay like right across the street from me mm-hmm. like not too far so if if you know they will probably have like get into have little disagreements so I'll go over there and just sit them down and talk to both of them you know like Dorian Chris what's good and we'll just chop it up we'll either Chris will wind up making some nachos and then we'll <laughs> be playing Uno like uh-huh. we'll talk that's just how it will go but. Um, yeah, I would go over because I, I, I knew that they both love each other. And sometimes being around each other a lot, sometimes you, you can start, you know, clashing, clashing. or whatever. So it be at that time, sometimes people do. That's another thing because you, you want to go over and be mad. But sometimes both of them just be wanting to vent. Mm-hmm. Or both of them need to heal while they making each other mad, you know, with another person in the room. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once they do that... I guess they figure it out. Everything be cool or whatever. Money, do you yeah. share your sex life with people? Like, no. are you? Do you vent about that or do <laughs> She's you talk like, about nope, it? Like, absolutely no, not. not. You don't right. like no, no details at all. Exactly. No, I'm not gonna give another person invitation. 
I mean, I can talk in general what I put in my business and seeing what mm. I do, what you know, talk about what I do in my business. But no, I mean, I'm married. I feel that's sacred, so I keep that between me and him. Have you always yeah. been that way, or is it something that you just recently learned with this current yeah. relationship? I mean, I've always been that way because I wasn't a wild girl because my parents were very strict or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but that's something that I've been taught, like, this, like, because Moreland is my second marriage, so I, I married my child's father. Of course, and his mom would always teach me that. Like, mm-hmm. she did tell me, like, no woman ever supposed to tell you about your husband and certain things that you're supposed to keep to yourself. But life teaches you, too, because you might just be like, girl, when I tell you he got the best D, and then she wound up in your man DMs. Like, but you invited that. You should have just kept that to yourself. Dang, I'm not good with that one. You know what I'm saying? So I do, do. That's, it's that's been like sex talk. I'll be like, yeah. Nah. But see, if like, you're single, that's good. But I'm just saying, she like, ain't single. I'm, well, I was referring to oh. my single life, but I'm not yeah. opposed to being like. I feel like I share too much too. Like yeah, even when you are a single, that doesn't mean that you want that you want to invite your friends into whatever man's DMs that you're talking about. Yeah. You know, and so sometimes I feel like I need to slow down mm-hmm. <laughs> and think about the things. That I've shared, which is hard, like doing this show, for instance, you know. I and mean, I don't have a block on that. I do be talking about it. And I guess if you end up in my man's bed, it's we'll be we'll have a problem. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, mean, I enjoy talking sex with my girls. Like I can't mm-hmm. not. Like it's mm-hmm. fun. I don't know. But you are married, so that's probably Maybe different. That's different. But yeah. I'm gonna talk about my honeymoon sex when I get married. I'm gonna be like, God damn, like. Yeah, I think I I would share some stuff, maybe keep a, a few details for myself. But like, I am going to talk about it. That's just how <laughs> I have to. Like, it's hard not to talk about it. Like, what, what, what else are we going to talk about? Like, I was just going to say, what else is we going to talk about? Like the price of tea in China, girl. We don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Politics, no, nigga. No. What's that dick like? No, I'm playing. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that we is talk about just being know. general. But you know, some people go over like, girl, I was sucking him up for this amount. I was like. That kind of stuff. Sucking like somebody it. for some hours? God like, damn. Jaws of life. I can only suck your dick for about five minutes, if that. Maybe like, hours? Hours? Like, hours? Ooh, go have a lockjaw. <laughs> That's intense. You're going to get a Charlie horse in your mouth. Like. Oh, my. <laughs> Oh, my God. You really are. That's awful. I don't ever want that to happen to me. Okay, you guys, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back after after these ads. Shout out to our production team at Top Shelf UE and at S2S underscore productions. If you are interested in getting into TV or film production, please follow Kinship Works. They are setting up monthly workshops that allow beginners to intermediate filmmakers to hone in on their skills as they continue to grow in the film community. All right, guys, and welcome back to Cocktails. Um, first, I just wanted to shout out to Big Buzz Bartenders and Hookah. They have a mobile um, bartending and hookah service. They came and brought us some drinks. So we have our little out. drinks today. Ooh. Yes, I got a little crown great. in my cup. And the drinks what you got? good. What a like? kiki. A kiki? Yeah, a kiki. she called it a oh. kiki. Oh, that's cute. It must be strong. Yeah, mm. it is. That's why I'm sipping it. Well, <laughs> kiki does like her drink strong, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so... Um, Money, we wanted to talk to you about um, your current relationship. Now, okay. this is your second marriage. Mm-hmm. You lost your ring? Yeah. How did ring. you lose your ring? Well, I was going <laughs> to take a bath and I hate getting soap inside of it. So I gave it to Marlon. Hey, put it on the counter. And he mm-hmm. did just that. But, like, the next day I cleaned the house up. And, I don't know. I was just stressful. There was so much going on with filming and all of that. And mm-hmm. I really feel like it, it must have fell down the drain because I had a plumber come out and everything and look down the drain and did you tell him you couldn't find it oh, right yeah. off the bat or did you wait a little bit like well, I had to wait to look for it <laughs> yeah and then I was like let me just give it some time did he have and it on insured? day three it was like uh-uh no he didn't give it in shit he was like oh, I didn't I didn't think he would lose it money you but, know, one thing my mama taught me was you get everything insured. Yeah, he know <laughs> now. He got this one. <laughs> one of my I'm best good. friends, she lost her engagement ring oh, shortly before her wedding. And um, luckily, her fiance did have the ring insured, so he was able to get her another one. Oh, okay. And because it wasn't sure, he could upgrade it a little bit. Oh, okay. And so it worked out. But he was like, I'm so glad that my friends talked me into getting the insurance See? because I was just like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, she ain't going right. to lose this. And she See? lost that shit. That's how more it was. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, are you serious? Like, right. she didn't even tell me that. I just heard about it. Um, I forget how I heard about it. But uh, that is ooh. crazy. But so the second go around, mm-hmm. Kiki put me 
me up to date on this because I know you proposed to him. Well, yeah, because uh, <clears throat> after the rain situation, um, of course, he got upset and he had to go on the road and make a, make some more money to make up for the ring and pay for the wedding. So um, he did that. And when I got him to say the wedding was back on mm-hmm. to ensure it was back on, mm-hmm. that's how I did it. I was like, well, would you marry me? Just to make sure that we was all good. But, so you didn't yeah. get down on one knee? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I brought fireworks. I didn't get on one knee, but I brought the fireworks. After he said yes, that's when the fireworks went off. It was a really yeah. cute setup. It was mm-hmm. on the show. They did like a little scavenger hunt. Right. Oh, that's cute. Around Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I wish somebody would give me a little scavenger hunt. Uh, Kitty, would you ever promote, pr- propose Hell to Hell no. Your you couldn't even get the words out because the devil knew it was a lie. <laughs> no. Did you ever see that wait. video on Facebook where the what? girl, but she actually like got down on her knee, had the ring out, and the dude let her stay down on her knee for oh, like yeah, five minutes. And she proposed him at a baseball game. No, I didn't see that one, but I've seen some where women have proposed, mm-hmm. and I'm always just like, "Wow, wow, right. how progressive!" Yeah. Um, I, I, your situation is a little bit different because right. he had already proposed to you, yeah, right? He was like, you know, he already got on You just lost the ring, the so you was like, "Okay, right. let me do a grand apology." Type and that's thing. pretty much what it was because when we went to Vegas, he ended up getting on his knee again mm-hmm. after the helicopter oh, yeah. ride. Mm-hmm. And that's when he gave me this one. But, yeah, that was just to move things along. Don't get it twisted. Oh, <laughs> I'm <okay>. desperate. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I, I just mm-mm. had to. Medina, would you propose? You know I'm not proposing. I'm mad if you can't. You know how earlier we were like, you don't have to be able to build a house. You right. need to be able to build a damn house. I want you to be a whole man and mm-hmm. propose to me. I can't propose to you. It would make me think like, right. like you Kiki desperate. said, your situation is different. But if mm-hmm. I get down on one knee and I'm asking you, not only am I desperate, what tone am I setting for this relationship? I feel like mm-hmm. I'm going to take all the weight of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I... I'm going to be the man. In a relationship, I definitely want to have a more traditional role. as a woman I don't want you thinking that I'm about to be out here doing like manly stuff Mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody has to say about that that's just really how I feel and I think we're on the same page with that it's certain things that I'm okay with doing and that I want you to be okay with doing and be okay that I'm not doing that yeah I'm not proposing to you I'm not going to be um paying all the bills and you sit at home we're not I can't doing that no stay right. at home i'm dad. not gonna be that strong black woman that is always just gonna handle everything nigga handle your shit okay and get it together Let's do this if together. i'm handling yeah. everything right. then why are you here exactly. that's that's really how i feel about it a lot of times it's I just like what are you too. what are you adding to the situation because i've been single for a very long time and i just feel like okay at this point if a man wants to be a part of my life and he wants to be in a relationship with me what value are you adding to my life what are you right. really doing because i have friends i have family and I know how to take care of myself right. um, in every way. So if you're not going to be helping me along, then what yeah, you what doing? You, you sucking up all the good AC and for yeah. what? I mean, to get on I my agree. damn nerves? No. Mm-mm. I agree. I <laughs> would say, like, I'm with the whole we thing and together mm-hmm. thing. I I can take care of myself, but I can take care of you, too. But you have got to. We got to both be Right. There, we like both gotta be taking, taking care, care of each you, other. You gotta take care of me. Right. So again, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you here? <laughs> if you you're not adding right. anything, you know. Yeah, it's. I, I wish we could get a woman on though that did do like get down on one knee, bought the ring, and proposed to her nigga. Right. And doing the whole thing and like taking care of him. She like, probably ain't gonna like, like with us. The, I would. I would like to see. <laughs> we'll get a drunk. Yeah. You would like to see it too. That, that that the roles are reversed. Yeah. Like, the men stay home and take care of the kids and the. Do you the think and some, that ever and some women are really okay yeah, with that? Yeah, they're really okay Would with you it. ever really be no, okay with I that? I would like, never. Like, even if you were making, like, a shit ton of money. No, well, he still can't just stay home and sit. You better. I feel the same way. Manage I'm just something. asking. Yeah. Do something. You open up a boutique, baby. Like, I yes. got you. You want to open up an Instagram real. model? Get up here and take these pictures and order yourself a ring light. Like, we got to do something, bro. Like, what's hey, good? Or uh, uh, manage me. Something. You something. Know we got to do yeah. something. It's just not. Be there for me. You can't just be chilling. Wait. So you said, or manage me. Would you let Moreland manage you? Because I wouldn't do that. I had a conversation about- Well, Moreland can't manage me because he's not, he doesn't know. But I'm saying, Mm -hmm. just say if he- if, if he, he was did the type now, of guy, if he was just lost, let's say I don't want to work, I just want to be at home. That's that's not gonna work with me. Mm-hmm. But you gotta, if you're gonna stay home, you gotta have some type of job, something, something so to assist me. So yeah, 
I I wouldn't mind if yeah if you was managing me you giving me deals you booking me and stuff that'd be different but mm. you're helping the household still but mm. men that just sit down and the woman just do everything they okay with it. now what if it's a situation like do y'all we all watch this is us right yeah. I know you do oh girl I cry you know every how, every Tuesday you know how right now Randall's not working. But yes. he did make a lot. He used to make a lot of money, and he could always go back to working. Would you be okay with a situation like that if the nigga did, like, put you in a great situation? You mm -hmm. stayed at home with the kids for however many years, and right. he was like, okay, I'm taking a break now because I'm about to have a mental breakdown, and you going to handle oh, the household. Okay. Break. Well, no, I thought you was going to say something like he didn't lost his job and I got to pick up. No, you don't just say, oh, baby, I'm tired. I'm taking a break. Well, he really ha was having, like, nervous breakdowns. Like, it was bad. Like, what if oh, he's like having like a mental breakdown? Okay, medical, like, if it's that, because mm -hmm. mental yes. illness is... It was real. serious. That's different. But I'm just okay saying, with, with Pookie and JoJo now <laughs> in the hood, that ain't mental. You just you don't want to work. You on PlayStation, yes. You trying to hustle. <laughs> you got folks in my car when you picking me up from work. That's different. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. in his case, when it's mental, then okay. yeah, because he already showed he held it down. You know what I'm saying? So, now it's her time. So, I do believe in it. Like, if a, if a guy hold it down... And then say he allowing you to go to school or something. Mm -hmm. And then what if it's, you know, you get your degree. What if he say, well, babe, can I go to school? Then I feel like, let's, yeah. you know, let's, yeah, hold it down for your man like that. But not just for him to play PlayStation. And play at 2K chill, all day. You know? I could play do it. 2K I all think, day. Um, if I was if I was with a man like Randall, for instance, who seems to be a good guy and he was just really suffering a, a mental breakdown, right. you can stay home for a while. And I'm going to hold it down for a while, not eternity, but for a while. But during that break, I'm going to give you some time to just be. But then I need you to go seek some professional help. You're not of just course. about to be sitting around the house moping and just being like, this is how I feel. I can't get over it. Like, mm -hmm. you're going to have to take steps because we need it to get back. Right. Mm -hmm. To how it was before. Exactly. <laughs> like, and while you sad, I'm going to need you to clean up. Because you, know? <laughs> you home out. I'm just saying, yeah. you, know, Marta, you ain't that distressed to make a bed up. Right, so, you know what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. Like you can scrub out. the toilet. So, make you that can go bed. run some errands. There pick you the kids go. up from school. Make the since I gotta be at work and my bunion hurt. <laughs> oh, go wash the car. Gonna, if you don't have one no more, you didn't got them chopped off. You lucky. <laughs> Bless. Um. Okay. So we talked about you proposing again. How did you know? Like, did when you when your first marriage ended, mm -hmm. did you feel like you wanted to get married again, or were you no, over I was it? Over it, I really was, cause I didn't want it to end. I was young. We we both were young. When we got married, but still, I wanted it to work because he was my 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 first husband was my first. So I was like, oh, I'm so oh, in love. Everything, romantic. you know, everything he did, I, I didn't know nothing. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh God, like, how did you meet him? Oh, we was in middle school. We like we went to school together. Oh okay. wow, y'all were so like real. Yeah, that's like you know, but I couldn't talk to him because my mom them was strict. So then it was till we graduated. Mm -hmm. That's when we hooked up. So mm -hmm. that's how it happened. And um, but with this one, it's different because it's like I'm not young anymore. So I think I really feel like I know what love is going into it. Mm -hmm. At first, it was more convenient because. Like, that was the right thing to do. That's what my first marriage was like, you guys, young, y'all need to, you can't. His mom was like, I wanted to stay there with them. And I was like, you can't live in our house if you're not married. Mm -hmm. So oh, I think that kind of put pressure on That put the pressure on Because we didn't know. We were like 21. And we I hadn't had married. my son yet or nothing. So we didn't know nothing. We was like, okay, I cannot imagine being married at yeah. 21. I was so, so wild. Right? Like, being married at 20. Girl, oh. like, I was barely having my first drink at 21. I think I had my first drink at, like, 20. And I was like, yeah. I think you got it for me. Really? <laughs> you, we had, like, a little Midori Sour at some club <laughs> in Arlington. We've Midori been friends since sour. high school. And then, like, my like friend it. Thomas bought me my first real drink. It was an apple martini. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this Ooh. is disgusting. Right. I couldn't drink it now. It's just like I throw it back like it's water. Oh. And that's just, uh, it's just a sad thing. Um, Before we wrap this part up, I wanted to ask... Um, um, what advice could you offer to people who um, who are married or who are, are thinking about getting married? Like in today's time, like you met your husband on the internet mm -hmm. and now you guys are happy and you're, you're building this life together and you're on TV. What advice would you have to, to be happy and stay married? I just feel like um, to follow your heart and also... Like, me and Molly were, like, we real good because anything, like, there's nothing that 
we go through we can't get over because communication is definitely the key so anybody i feel like if you if you want to get married or you look into it but if you guys communication because you know if you if you feel that way but just i just hope the feeling is mutual because you want to make sure he feels that much about you the way you feel because it's not going to get better mm, you know because that's, that's somebody you want to spend your life with so mm-hmm. that's why it's just best to know that hey you know he feels just as much that i love him he feel like he loves me that much and we can make this work but it's all about communication i really feel that way because if you can communicate you can get through anything somebody just said on our live feed don't what? get married why Be like oprah <laughs> Like Oprah. Oh no! Well, if my pockets was like Oprah, my pockets was was. like Oprah. Different, exactly. But I protect my assets. Assets. Sorry, I couldn't even get the word out. This drink is good. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, well, now we'll take a break and go to indecisive Diane. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? All right, Diane. So what type of date place do you have for us today? It's super cold outside, so make sure you give us a warm little spot. All right, ladies. So let me tell you about this place. It's called The Pig and the Pearl. It's located in Atlantic Station, and it's on the list of the 10 best restaurants to try in Atlantic Station. So you guys have to go here. It's not that expensive, so if your man's is broke, you'll be just fine. They're open from 11.30 a.m. to 11 p.m. You ladies are just going to love this. They're known for the oysters, and you know that's an aphrodisiac, so you're just going to have good day. Okay, Diane, stop. What's the address? The address is 1380 Atlantic Drive, Northwest Atlanta, Georgia, 30363. Try it out. Tell me how you like it. Take some pictures. Tag your boo so I can see what he looks like. Diane, goodbye. Bye, ladies. Hey, you guys. And now we're back, and it's time to get into the advice. So remember, if you ever um, have any questions that you want to ask us and you want us to give you some advice or just – even if it's just an opinion, you guys don't have to send in, like, regular advice stuff. You can just ask us what we think about things. We'll answer you on the show. Just email us at cocktails.atl at gmail.com. Medina, do you want to go first or do you want me to? Um, I'll go first. Let me okay. find it really quick. Y'all give me one minute. And also, you guys, start – Um, when we record, we're going to post that we're recording – Come on to our Instagram live. You'll get a sneak peek into the episode if you come on there. You can talk to us and, like, interact. It'll be cool. Okay, so here's our first advice letter. Hey, ladies, I'm a new listener, and I absolutely love the show. I learned so much from you all. Thank you. We're not professionals. Um, What you learned? Y'all are good. Y'all are still good. I'm learning stuff. Oh, thank you. So I'm a guy. I'm 24. And I wanted to know, are you supposed to do anything for somebody's birthday that you're strictly having sex with? Yes. I know that's right. Was um, that it? Birthday sex? <laughs> oh, I answered too quick. <laughs> he um, was short and to the point. Oh. Um, you go first and then I'll go after you. Um, I say, yeah, you should. If you're strictly having sex with this person, you could do something. When we had, uh, who was it on? Justin on, we were talking about it. Even if it's not a serious situation, you could take her out and get some drinks. If it's a just sex situation, take her out, get her liquored oh. up, and then you guys can have great birthday sex afterwards. Like, do something. Don't just per- be fake busy all day because right. you feel like it's going to change things or something's going to be weird because you had sex on her birthday. Yeah. Or you saw her on her birthday. Like, you should. I personally think you should do something for everybody on their birthday, unless so they just really shut it down. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, some people aren't into birthdays. Try and do something. Acknowledge yeah. it. It's their day. That's your personal it. holiday. I'm gonna have to agree with Kiki. I feel like if y'all are strictly fucking and y'all are both aware of that, then you right. you probably don't have a crazy girl on your hands. Y'all are. She's already in the clear of knowing she's what cool. y'all are doing. However, I feel like a lot of risk come with sex. You could have a baby. You could get an mm-hmm. STD. You know what I mean? There's a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. Let's show some appreciation for one another. You could catch a case. <laughs> like so. <laughs> some appreciation for this pussy like especially if you keep coming back especially if you keep coming back like you like this you don't have to buy her a ring you don't have to buy her something she's not asking you for nothing you probably don't even take her on a date get her some food get her some lingerie if he say he keep doing it that thing good you like it so buy her something get her something be cute sweet and to the (laughs) point and then y'all will continue to have great sex as opposed to you not doing anything and then she might be like you know what I'm not doing this no more yeah you're gonna get cut off 
if you fuck around and don't do something for a birthday. Right. And that's just the, Unless she the gonna bottom be line. Fuck a person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean you might be happen. number three. And yeah. she gonna call number one and number two to come exactly. by. Mm-hmm. What you gotta say about it? Anything else? No, y'all. Just that? I okay. summed it up. That okay. was right. <laughs> okay, so the next one. Hey, ladies, I'll get to the point. One of my good girlfriends came to visit me while she was in town for a wedding. Neither of us are lesbians, but we've taken dips in the lady pond before. We've ended, we ended up having sex on a drunken night, and it was extremely passionate. That's all it was for me, but now she's acting very crazy. If I call her to tell her about a man in my life, she gets annoyed, tells me he isn't shit, and doesn't want to talk about it. I don't tell her negative things, so I don't know where this is coming from. Have we completely ruined our friendship by messing around? Or do you think we can have a talk and move past this? Please help. Oh, I don't think you can have a talk and move past it. If she's She's already acting crazy like that. You know when girls get crazy, we crazy. Mm -hmm. It's hard to come back from it. She crazy over good news. You ain't talking about that. She tripping (laughs) over good news. I was like, damn. Like, she's telling you this. Like, she wants you. And maybe it was like she always had a crush on you is what I'm thinking. Or she always wanted something more. And you weren't really into it. But she was. And so she got her chance. And now she thinks that y'all are going to be in love. And you're just like, girl, that was just a weekend of fun. And let me tell you something. Dealing with a crazy girl that is into you and y'all aren't real lesbians is really crazy. There was a girl that I had a situation like that with. What happened? She stole my bathing suits. She stole. I was like, is this what niggas be doing? I was so mad. She was a teacher. She was probably it was super cute. It was super cute. (laughs) Like our situation wasn't the exact same, but it was a situation where we had messed around, and then she got really serious and was like, "I Mm -hmm. like you. I'm trying to go on dates and stuff." And I was like, "I'm not doing that. Like this was fun while it lasted, but like I can talk to other people when you're around." She was not. She was like, "She wasn't having it." I was like, "Well, we got to stop this now because you can't be blasting me on Instagram and doing." I thought she was gonna get crazy. She didn't. She just took some of my clothes, and I was just like, "Okay." That's really (laughs) rude and disrespectful. Mm -mm. Have you ever had a situation where you were dealing with like a crazy person that you maybe dated or slept with and it was like, I didn't want anything more, but they did? Um, Well, I don't know, because my parents were so strict. Um, You was on lockdown, Yeah, I could just go to baby daddy. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? He was I was scared of him, so everything he did, I was scared. Because I was young and stuff, so... Uh, but yeah, he was crazy. Like, mm. if I didn't answer the phone, he might come over and then I get in the car and his 12 gauge is in the back. I'm like, Derek, why you need us to bring your 12 gauge? A 12 gauge? Well, is that a gun? A I was gonna say, I don't even know yeah, what that is. It's a gun. It's one of those long guns. Oh, he was oh. like lifetime crazy. Yeah, so he was, like the story you just told me. Oh. But I just feel like, oh. yeah. He, but I just feel like he did that because. Sometimes people crazy and sometimes people know who they dealing with. Mm-hmm. He knew I I wasn't really, you know what I'm saying? I was still young. I wasn't, he knew that I would was scare you. Everything. Yeah. So now, because now knowing him and knowing how it is, it's kind of like, boy, I'm going to put that thing. Like, if I knew, if I was how I was now, I'd be like, boy, if you don't put that thing. Matter of fact, like, give me that gun. Let me go put it in the house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how it would be now. But back then, I was so scared of everything. So I feel like it was just. He was doing that because he knew how it was just to scare me, like, if I can ever catch you talking to somebody. So that's what it was with yeah. him. But no, not nobody actually just crazy, crazy. But, that's yeah. pretty damn crazy. But, that uh, is crazy. Like but, a big old gun <laughs> with a name to it, a 12 gauge. I'm calling the, the police. I do snitch. But uh. Okay, like, I can't be fucking around with no hood niggas because. Yeah, I can't. I'm, right. I'm sending you your black ass to jail or Spanish yeah, or I white. That's why I have to change here. it up. I have to give me a morning child. Yeah. <laughs> well, y'all, we're about to move on to the greatest part of our show. The cocktail. We told money what our uh, cocktails are. Money, money over here. Um, she's babysitting. Yes. Well, girl, we almost done, so you better guzzle. Okay. I'm this is the last five minutes. Oh, you have to drive. Oh, I didn't know you had to drive. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Don't sorry, drink and girl. drive. <laughs> but um, so I will kick off our cocktails. Okay. Okay. So I, I was, I'm always like racking through my brain to figure out what story I'm gonna tell because I do have a boyfriend now. So mo- most of my shit is like from back in the day. Okay. And so when I was at Clark Atlanta, there was this guy that I was like kind of dating at Morehouse. 
I was thinking of unmanly men that I dealt with since we kind of talked about that today. So he was an unmanly man that I dealt with. And um, we were out going on the campus. We were walking over to the coffee shop on Morehouse's campus. They Every Wednesday, they would have like a like an op, open mic night. And oh, there would be, so it was romantic. super fun. So like he comes to my dorm. He gets me. We're walking. We're walking. It's late at night. It's dark. Somebody jumps out of the bushes. We thought they were trying to rob us, but really they just jumped out being stupid. This nigga pushed me in front of him and screamed and ran. What? Wow, that was his act, his reaction. <laughs> I was so shocked by his reaction right. that I shield. couldn't even be scared. I was like, yeah, now what? I need to check him. <laughs> what are we? Do- I mean, I never had a man act like he threw me in front of the danger and was like, "Oh and shit!" Then and ran. and then ran. And then afterwards, after that, it was just a dude on his bike that just mm-hmm. just popped out. Wow. I was like, "Are we gonna talk about what happened?" Yeah. He was like, "I mean, there's really nothing to talk about. I got scared." There is something to talk about, you weak ass bitch. Okay. Like you push me out in front of these people what to be a fucking a human gun? shield. What the fuck? Right. Y'all, after so that, what happened? I didn't. We were friends, but I, every time he would try it with me, I was like, no, I'm sorry. I would push him out in the street. I'd be like, right. let's take a walk. Yeah, exactly. I just push him out in the street and just just to fuck with him. You know, and psychologically, that's probably why I deal with niggas now that can kill you because that just that bothered that me. Fucked you up. Yeah, yeah, that fucked me up. That's I was reasonable. Like, and I, I mean, want somebody to protect me too, so I get what you. I yeah. get it too. Like it's a good feeling. Okay, so um, since you told a story about an unmanly man, I'm gonna tell you guys a story about one too. <sighs> okay, so there was this guy I was dealing with um, for quite some time, and I had some of my friends from Howard to come visit me. I can't remember what it was. I think it was my sister's birthday, so everybody came out, mm-hmm. and we're like all hanging out. He took us out to a club. We like go out and have drinks. We're having a good time. Everything is fine. We go back to his house afterwards. So I'm thinking we're just all going to crash at his house, have right. drinks, continue the party. Like, he had friends there. Everything was going cool. I don't know what the fuck happened. This man starts crying Aww. in front of all of my friends. He told them his life story. Mm-hmm. He starts talking about how his mama never loved him or wanted him, how he was a one-night stand baby, how um, all of the things with his career went wrong, the issues he had with his baby mamas. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like... Was he drinking? Like, he was. He was drinking. Okay. But he just he gets really emotional when he drinks. So my mm-hmm. friends are like... At first, they're intrigued. Like, this is an interesting story. Right. Like, Kira I said this nigga was crazy, but we just didn't know. But then it was just like, all right, we're tired of hearing about, yeah. you know, the woe is me story like we were in a good mood and now we all sad and so I like passed out on the couch I was asleep so um, I ended up going to the room and falling asleep he kept them up until like 6am telling them all of these sob stories for his whole 30 some years of life and they were like bitch don't you ever I would have been mad at you I I fell asleep they said let's go and I was like no let's not go they were like no let's go let's go let's go she's the smart one she went to sleep and left him there they the one stayed up to six a.m. listening to it. She, Kimmy everybody should have passed out. Should have been exactly. like, okay, look, well, this is let's yeah. turn up. Let's go back to turning Listen, up. Listen, you know what? It um, the turn up was over, and <laughs> we did have a great turn up. It was after the turn up hours. Everybody had a good time, and until he started having his sob story, but it made memories, and that's that's all we have. Made for and, a good cocktail. You know, it, it sure <laughs> right. did. Okay, Miss Money, mm-hmm. what you got, girl? As for us, um, a cocktail, short, mm-hmm. sweet. Short and sweet. Okay. Well, I just, since y'all told him the unmanly man, I'll tell you of a manly man story. Okay. Okay. So a manly man story will be, hmm. Well, okay. Moreland, for instance. Mm -hmm. So I guess when we first met, I'll tell that story because, of course, like I said, we we were on plenty of fish. But when it came down to the meet and greet part, um, one and one to meet. So say, for instance, if we were online on that Monday, by that Thursday morning was trying to see me because he wanted to see how I looked because I told him yeah. I was little. Like, I always kept it you real You did tell him in front. So, okay. But he kept saying, it couldn't be that little. I <laughs> think so. I'm like, morning. I know how little I am. I'm living in this body as of right now. I'm looking at these legs. But okay. <laughs> so uh, he, he kept saying, I don't think you're that little. But then it was raining. Like, it was really pouring down mm-hmm. raining. And he was off, and he was like, when you get off work, you could just let me just come by my house. I just want to see see how you live, want to see how little you are. Because you keep saying it. I kept saying, I'm not coming because the weather bad. Mm, like, I right. kept, and then one was like, ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of rain. So 
I guess I didn't want to come. So he just, you know, he went on and met up with me. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'll just come up there to your job. Mm-hmm. And he was able to see me. And, you know, I just felt like, wow, because I he took the extra mile. Like I said, I didn't want to do it because it was raining. Yeah. Like he came saw me at my job. And, and I wasn't even off or on break. Mm-hmm. I already had my lunch. My morning wasn't even tripping. He was like, um. I just want to see you. Yeah, I, I want to see, see you. You can't take a, a a lunch break or something. You know, I mean, a restroom break. You know, a yeah. call center, you can't really just, Walk you know, out. be gone for so long on your phone. But, girl, on that day, <laughs> sister took a chance. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> oh, my stuff. You can take it But it was worth it, see? You know? It, and now it, you're it married and now yeah, you're good. married. But I liked it that he took the initiative and he came and saw me, you know? Shout out to him. Shout out to your husband. I wish somebody come visit me at work. I can leave. I mean, I, if you come visit me at work, no you got center. a nice little check. Cause that's well, I wouldn't mean. mind somebody who's coming to visit you at work and be like, well, where's Kiki? <laughs> hey, Kiki. Money, tell Money. everybody where they can find you. Oh yes, all my um all my social media stuff so on Instagram and Facebook it's Money Cashette. So that's M O N I E C A S H E T T E and on Twitter is Young Money Thirteen. So. Come on, Young Money, I'm so bad yeah, with Twitter. Yeah, so I really appreciate you know coming here. Thank you so much. Thank you, girl. I'm glad you had a good time. Got your little drink. Got your little drink. Okay, had a good time. We talked about your stuff. Um, Well, thank you so much for coming. We really appreciate it. And um, remember to share it with everybody. And remember, you guys, to follow us at Cocktails Podcast Mm -hmm. on Instagram and um, on Twitter. It's cocktails.atl. And then I am at Kiki Said So on Instagram and Twitter. I am at Coffee Bean Dean on Instagram. Hey. On Twitter, I'm Medina underscore Monroe. Yes, ma'am. That's that is what I name. am. We're going to work her on Twitter. Y'all keep tweeting her, blow up her timeline so that she'll get on there. Like, people talk about us on Twitter, so we got to really? get on there. Yes, they okay. talk about us. I'll be yes. trying. I get yes. overwhelmed with all these social medias. <laughs> and remember, yeah, if you yeah. ever want to advertise with us, you want any advice, you have any comments, you want to share your cocktails because we run out of stories because I ain't been living and Medina got a man right. and she'd like to keep them. So, um, send us your stories mm-hmm. to cocktails.atl at gmail.com. And Please. for anything else, you guys, make sure you keep tuned, uh, stay tuned to us, and then make sure that you leave reviews, leave comments on SoundCloud, repost us. us, like post like, us share. on Instagram. Like, we really on. appreciate it. And, yes, uh, we're fun, gonna start guys. Y'all should come. Thank you. And we're okay. going to start following you guys back and try to support some of the stuff that you guys are doing. And until next week, you guys, goodbye. Hey, bye, y'all. Bye. I'm sorry. But the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Population. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.